Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Nakama Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz, and I'm here joined with my co-host... Sal, and also, for any returning listeners, glad to have you back. You're looking good today. <laughs> you only get that if you're a returning listener. If you, this is the first time, you don't get that intro. You, you were staring at me right when you said that, so I was uh-huh. pretending like you were saying it <laughs> no. to me. <laughs> I was staring at you to see what your reaction would be to that. Yeah. So... In news today, there isn't that much anime news. I think there's, there's one thing. There's one thing. We might as well just get it out of the way now. The one piece of anime news we have this week, uh, and it's 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 really not that important, but I thought it was funny enough that we should talk about it. Uh, U.S. Representative Paul Gosar uh, tweeted out a video of what is the intro to Attack on Titan with um, images of his face and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and, like, a couple of other Democrats' faces superimposed over it. It's a shit post. It's an anime shit post. And it obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it's just him being like, aha, I'm going to fight these Democrats. Uh, so many, so many news reporting places are like, he's threatening them with violence. He actually had to go in front of Congress and sort of, like, defend the whole thing. And my favorite part of that whole video uh, is he's standing in front of there and he's kind of talking to them like they're stupid, which I don't disagree with. I feel right. like it's a dumb thing to make a b- yeah. big deal out of. It's very clearly a shit post. I feel like it's a lot of people making a mountain out of a molehill. Uh, but it's literally just him being like, this is the intro to an anime. It was funny. But my favorite part of it is that he refers to it by its Japanese title. Apparently this guy was like a missionary who went to Japan. He actually knows Japanese. He spent a lot of time there. So you should uh, he whips a out more background on the guy. What is he? What a, party he's, is he? He's, he's a Republican. He's a U.S. representative. And to me that makes it even funnier because they always pick. They always say Republicans are these old boomers who right? fucking don't um, get don't out get of the house. Don't get me wrong. This dude is old. Yeah. But this dude is apparently an anime fan. He, <laughs> he walks up there and he busts out Shingeki no Kyojin in front of <laughs> Congress just calling it by its Japanese name. You know this man does not even read the subtitles. <laughs> this guy spent like 10 years in Japan. He's he's ascended higher in his weebhood than any of us have. Yeah. This man doesn't have a sub versus dub argument. He goes original language, no <laughs> sub all the fucking way, and you know it. Yeah. But I just I thought it was funny that so many people are trying to make it this big fucking deal that it's, oh, he was threatening this, this congresswoman, and oh, he should... Even like places like Kotaku are running with this with this angle of like, oh, this U.S. representative is is threatening this poor woman with violence, and it's like no, it's a shit post. It's literally just the intro to Attack on Titan with his face pasted over some of the characters. I wonder if that's a tactic they use in Japan, where it's just that's their like campaign. The intro campaign is just <laughs> an anime opening. I would I, love to see that. I wouldn't be surprised if that's happened on some level. Yeah, that would be cool. Imagine, like, I don't know. I was going to say Drake Paul, but... <laughs> that's not... Who the fuck is Drake I know, Paul? I know. <laughs> I don't know why I was trying to say <laughs> Trump comes in with, like, a... Oh, my God. On, <laughs> not Attack on Titan, but, like, a... Uh, Horamiya. Oh, God. It's him and Hillary when they were first going oh at it. God. That would have been funny. I... I feel like he would have won the weave community if he did that. Honestly, 
he's I, I'm surprised he didn't try doing anything like because he did a lot of similar yeah. a lot of those kind of shit post things and that's that's actually one of the reasons why Gosar is getting um a lot of shit from these these things is is there he's clearly it, it's a real call for violence because he's doing the same thing Trump did when Trump would upload of like like it's uh, that one that he posted where it was a wrestling match. That they just superimposed his face over one of the guys, <laughs> and then impo- I forgot who else was in it. Um, I don't know if it was Hillary or whatever that they pasted their face onto the person getting like fucking thrown from the top rope. But like very clearly, shit posts. Yeah. And the the extent of it from a political angle is here's me making myself the hero, and here's me making my political opponent the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But we've seen that. Even before the internet, there were different things that would do similar. It's just, it's just now it's super fucking easy to do. Yeah. And you don't even have to do 90% of the, some Japanese companies doing 99% of the work and you're going in there, cutting your face out and putting it on top <laughs> of stuff. It's not that deep. Yeah. But I don't know, just, just, it's funny. I would recommend watching that video. In fact, I'll put a link in the show notes to that video. That dude busts out. Shingeki no Kyojin, like, it, and with the driest fucking, like, are you kidding me tone, <laughs> I loved it. I just think it's more funny that he's a Republican, which the stereotype for them are just old white men. Yeah, just kind of fogies, but, like, yeah. this dude is very clearly, like, to put some goddamn <laughs> respect on my anime. Yeah. So, moving on from that, uh, WB is launching a Smash clone as well. They saw Nickelodeon do yeah. their thing, and they're like, you know what? We want a piece of that action. Dude, Shaggy goes super sane. Yeah, so WB has a lot of stuff under its belt, so they can pull from a lot of things. Yeah, actually, t- uh, until today, you didn't know that they... <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones was under WB. I didn't know Cartoon Network was under WB. Cartoon Network has been WB for a long time. Yeah, so that's crazy. Like you said, Shaggy's in there. Steven Universe is going to be popping up. I think it's Garnet and Steven. And then I think some of the Hanna-Barbera cartoons as well. Oh, I, don't, I didn't see that. They brought up the Aria from Game of Thrones was going to be in That it. was a weird pick. Yeah. Because everybody else is a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, DC, you know, you yeah. have the shitty Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad was going to be there. I think they shut off Superman or Batman. They shut off Batman for sure. Yeah. So that's another thing to look forward to. At least this one would be, I want to say that they were going to actually get the guy who played Shaggy to, to voice it. Or I, at least that's what the fans wanted, just like how they wanted uh, Hugh Neutron. I wouldn't be surprised if they do because yeah. uh, Kevin Conroy posted on Twitter that he's he's voicing Batman for this the Smash clone, mm-hmm. and this is the guy who voiced. I mean, he's voiced Batman in a lot of stuff, but but most um, popularly in the '90s Batman the animated series. So, like when you think of cartoon Batman, he's I thought Mark the voice. Hamill or the he guy... was the Joker. Uh, Mark Hamill was the Joker. Uh, Kevin Conroy is uh, the Batman. Batman. And he's coming. He he already announced he's voicing that character. So damn. Now obviously it's not going to be the original voice of Shaggy because Casey Kasem has been dead for a while. Mm-hmm. But the current voice of Shaggy, who does a, a pretty serviceable impression of Casey Kasem, you know it's not one to one, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they just pull. Why don't they just get the guy from the the live action Scooby Doo? Matthew Lillard. Yeah. I mean he voiced Shaggy in a lot of the cartoons. Yeah. So it, what I mean is that may actually be who they, they bring. I like that guy. Because he voiced him in, I think it was like the, what was it? The Cyberverse one. And then uh, the one no where clue. Scooby-Doo meets an alien chick and she wants to bang Shaggy. All I know is that one of uh, 
his his smash shaggy smash better be the i only use one percent of my power he does good he like that's what i meant by he goes super saiyan <laughs> like he he legitimately he does like the goku like the ultra arms instinct. out yeah ultra instinct pose <laughs> and fire just around him and it, i have a feeling that that's what that that's is a reference good. that's to. great yeah i will actually pick up this one because i know a lot of people were just like oh shit Nickelodeon and then they were hella trying to get Hugh and then the game yeah. came out and there's and not even voice out voicing and I all. thought that was funny that was they, lame they dropped the ball so hard. hard I know our retarded friend CJ was like let's get it and I was like no I'm never buying a game that any of you guys recommend ever again the only reason I don't buy games that you guys recommend is because like half the time and I know it's not you specifically but Adrian or Jacob or CJ will be like, get this mm-hmm. game, kids. We're hella gonna play it, and then we play it like three times, and then yep. they fall off of it. Yep. And now I spent sixty bucks mm-hmm. on nothing. Yup. That's also why I don't. That's why a- Adrian lost his 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 rights to recommend me games with Insurgent Insurg- Insurgency. Yeah, they played it for like two days. They were yeah. talking about how great it was for like two yeah. days. Yeah, and then, and then me and Albert got it. Because I mostly play with Albert because he stays up late because he's in yep. Japan because he's a weeb. Well, so he's not staying up late. Yeah, it's just, it's just regular normal. time yeah. for him. <laughs> and they're we, like, we played uh, it. 16 hours ahead? I think they're 13, no? No. I think you're right. I think, I think it's, it's 16. 16. 16 or 18. One of the two. Yeah. But yeah, we, we tried it and it was cool at first, but the, the game's ass tier. If you like that game, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's it's doesn't have a lot going for it. No, hell no. And they were saying that the PvP was hard and me and Albert get into it and it just felt like a regular PvP game. Mm. I don't I don't know. It, the game is definitely not for me and now Adrian also lost his card to me listening to what he says. Yeah. This is the second time he's let me down. First time was with the Doom game. Because I only got Doom Eternal because, because both him and Jacob were saying how hard it was. You, for the same reason you got Cuphead was because I was yeah. saying how hard it was. And then the DLC, they were like, oh, it's so hard. I was like, fuck, I guess I better get the DLC. And it was the, the first time. Harder, yeah, no, the first time, the first it, DLC. Way yeah. yeah, so moving on from that, Crytex Hunt Showdown is getting a TV show, which... It's pretty cool because I like the premise of that game. Yeah, the premise of the game is good. I was surprised by that news because I didn't think it, like, obviously it's popular because mm-hmm. it's, it, you see a lot of people streaming and stuff. But at the same time, I don't know that I've ever met somebody who's like, yeah, I really like playing Hunt Showdown. Yeah, well, and I know our friend group has talked about getting it, but they're... I hate our friend group for the fact that they like to blame... If they have to remotely try... Yeah. They're like, nah, I don't want to play it. Yeah. Or if they go against people that are actually good, their first thing is tryhards, mm-hmm. sweats. And it's just like, to me, that just blows my mind. It's like, sorry for someone who likes the game, that wants to get better at the game. Yeah. That's was... typically why I don't play multiplayer games with our friend group is because I, I hate hearing, oh, bullshit, tryhard. It's tryhard hour, it's sweat mode, or they're a bunch of tryhards. And it's just like, I was actually talking to uh, uh, one of my friends from uh, Costa Rica about that because last night you and I were talking with one of our coworkers, uh, and he he mentioned Hearthstone and how fucking mm-hmm. he, he got up really high, and I mentioned I was garbage at it, and I was talking to this friend about that because she hella plays Hearthstone, and then and then she was asking me she kind of recontextualized the whole thing for me. She was like, "Well, were you going up in rank?" And I was like, "Yep," but I sucked at it every time. And she's like, "But well, you're going up in rank," and I was like, "Yes." 
but I stopped playing it because I was just like, yeah, it's too big of a game and I'm not that good at it. And she was like, well, are you sure you're not good at it? Or is it just you keep going up in rank so you keep going against people that are slightly harder to mm-hmm. fight because that's how competitive games work. And then yes. I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. And then and then it clicked where I was like, wait, Jacob will bring up how good he was at Halo before. He's, constantly. He's very okay at it. He's not great now, but he was very good then. But even then he would complain about like, mm-hmm. these people are going too hard. Thinking back on it, like we were doing tournaments. Of course they were going hard. Yes, exactly. At no point was it easy to get i mean you did have a couple matches where you know somebody fucked up and and you'd have some fairly easy wins but for the most part it was it was a a very tight game all the time and i I think maybe that's something that hasn't clicked for them either is that like yes it's just gonna keep getting harder even if we get better because we're getting better it's like Mm -hmm. working out you never get to a point where you're like i'm this is so fucking easy because you're constantly giving yourself a little bit more mm-hmm. to work it's with. It's just like picking up that 20-pound weight. At first, yeah. it's like, God, oh, this shit sucks, and it's hard. And then once you do it enough, it's just like, you know what? I don't want to work out today. It's only a 20-pound weight. Maybe if they had a 25, I'd do yeah. it. But a 20, nah, just it's too boring. It's too mundane. And that's what I don't understand about our friend group is just they don't like to put uh, effort into a game. And yeah. to me, it's just like, then why play a game at all? Like, why play a game that has multiplayer why, or is competitive? Especially CJ with Overwatch. Yes. Why play ranked matches mm-hmm. if you're going to complain about how difficult it is? That's mm-hmm. the point of the rank is yeah, and I competing. For, for Halo Infinite, I did my placements in Arena and I got Platinum, which is, if we were comparing it to Overwatch, it would be like, you know... It's like above diamond. average. Yeah. Like that I that is above average. And I don't think I would have gotten it if I played with our friend group because no. the scoring it takes into account kills, scores, if you're actually doing the objective and wins. Yeah, because the only times that I've been on the top of the leaderboard, it's not even been from kills, it's been from doing objective based shit. Mm-hmm. Because like CJ will give me shit where it's like, ha, you only killed like eight people, and it's like I only killed eight people, but but I was on objective the entire fucking time. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I get that. Yeah. So going back to sh- sh- Hunt, Hunt Showdown, Showdown. I, I wonder what they can do. But at the same time, I don't know if it has a story mode. I think you're just a bounty hunter yep. who can kill vampires and shit, mm-hmm. Wendigos, and you sometimes run across other players in the game. That's how it goes. So I wonder yep. what the TV show would do because I feel like they have free reigns. But then again, I have not played it. Since like early access, because that's the only time I ever played was in early access. I haven't played it since because I know they've updated now. I think they were telling me that because before when the game first came out, the yeah. map were a lot smaller. The maps were a lot smaller and you'd run into people almost right All the away. Time. And now they were saying that you spawn on like opposite sides of the map. And it's only you can you can go meet the other people. But most of the time people do their PVE and then dip out early. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing that interests me about it is... Um, they can have some cool monsters. Like, if they actually put the more budget on the monsters, yeah. it would be a good show just for the monsters alone. Yeah, my my thing with it is... And it's it's the same thing that I have with the ARC show that's coming out. Uh-huh. The story Vin for, Diesel. Yeah, the story for both of them is so loosely there in the games 
that there are going to be some people who really fucking love it. There are going to be other people who had a completely different mental image of what that is like. Mm-hmm. And they're going to hate it. Yeah. This is definitely not going to be a show that's going to please most people. Unless, I mean, unless they, they got like breaking bad levels of writing, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so. I think the what will save this show and get a season two is if the monsters look good. If the it, monsters look good and they do something with those monsters. I think they have to do two things. One... They have to make me give a shit about who the main person is. Obviously, that's just what you have to do with the show. And they then need you to choose to Rick the, from... The monsters, because you need to give them a reason to be scared, and you need to give me a reason to be scared for them. Yeah, I would choose Rick from The Walking Dead, Jesse from Preacher as the main characters, or that one guy from... I want to say it's Dexter. No, it's not Dexter. Oh, he had his own TV show, but I forget his name. He's like a skinny dude. He just looks like a Western villain the entire time. I cannot think of anything that he's been in. I think he was in Breaking Bad. I don't think so. I have no idea who you're talking about. Yeah. It'll come back to me someday. I would, I, dude, I would even say give me, and this is maybe this may be going to be a controversial opinion, give me a main character that is like maybe more of like a maybe more of like a castaway type person. You know, you know what's his name from Castaway? I forget. But in that uh, movie, he shows up on the island and he's just like, fuck, I don't know what to do. Ah, give me somebody who's like, I'm in this. I'm in this shit because I have to be. And I've got to scramble. I'm not going to be the 100 percent mega badass John Wick style guy that's going to be able to get through this. This is going to be a hard fight the whole way through. And or, maybe I develop into somebody who's more competent throughout. Or the the guy from Fast and Furious Black Superman. Oh, Okay. Idris Elba. Yeah, that guy would be a cool main character because wasn't he the guy from Dark Tower 2? Yes. The gunslinger? Yes. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, moving on. Saints Row got pushed back until August 23rd, 2022. It was supposed to come out in February of mm-hmm. 2022, but they pushed it back. Their reason is they want to make sure there ain't no bugs, but I have a feeling is because a lot of people were shitting on the game. Yeah. The only people looking forward to it was Jacob and Adrian. And even then, like, you push them on it, you're like, this doesn't make, why the fuck is it in the desert? Why did they change the tone? Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel like Saints Row. And their responses are like, I mean, it doesn't look that bad. It looks like it's still going to be fun. And it's like, none of that addresses at all what I've said. Mm -hmm. That's just you still hoping that it's, and don't get me wrong. I hope it's good too. I'm not praying for it to be a bad game. I just, I'm not excited. I would rather good things come out but yeah. it just doesn't feel like it's going to be. I would imagine that, yeah, there's probably going to be some retooling in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they're probably not entirely wrong. They are probably going to spend a good amount of time on bug fixes. Now, yeah. is it going to come out bug-free? No, no, because nowadays that is that is impossible. You yeah. can't account for all the ways somebody is going to try to intentionally break the game. Mm-hmm. But The reason I feel like they're going to be changing the way it looks is <clears throat> last year, Halo Infinite was supposed to come out, yeah, but then they got shit on for how it everything did look shitty, yeah. it looked bad. It looked like Halo Two. Mm-hmm. They gave it another mm-hmm. year. It looked like Halo Three. People do not remember how bad Halo Three looked before the Master Chief Collection. No, the Master Chief Collection didn't do anything to it. The only one that got the revamp was Halo One Combat Evolved and Halo Two Anniversary. Really? Yeah, they haven't touched Halo Three or Halo huh. Reach yet. That they want them to yeah. do that, but. I think 343 already said that they're coming out with one more update for Master Chef, and that's it. No more. Yeah, okay. 
things well, were. I mean, what I will say is going sidelining for Halo Infinite again. Um, I was not a fan of the other uh, three, four, three Halo games. This one, I was this like the the combat of this was actually you pretty should, good. You should save but, it for later. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But um, no, Halo Infinite was supposed to come out last year. They got shit on for the graphics. <clears throat> they gave them a year. Game looks way better. Game looks way better. These guys are. They probably knew that they were going to push it back, but they don't want to say anything yeah. until you know, like, oh, it's just a couple more months away. You know, let's let's give the excuse because I will not be surprised if the game looks different all of a sudden when uh, August twenty third comes around. Yeah, I, and it's not going to be like crazy different but you're definitely going to see different environmental shaders mm-hmm. you're going to see maybe a little bit of a different design for some of the characters you yeah. may even see them pull back on their like cartoony look because yeah and they're uh, like cleaning up of the world as well yeah because juan brought up that it looks like that uh netflix show the fa- the fast and the furious netflix show yeah which i watched and it was ass cheeks cheeks show Dude, my nephew doesn't even like it. He's not even two years old. Yeah, I tried. I watched the first episode, and that's as far as I got. Mm, it's not good. No. Moving on from that, Activision CEO Bobby Kotick. Bobby Kotick. Kotick. Knew what was going down the whole time. Yep, but didn't, didn't say, say shit. shit. So fuck that guy. Yep. It's not. It's not really news. It's just. I. It's, it's just more, fuck that guy. Yeah, more fire. <laughs> To Activision Blizzard, yeah, for being pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. Uh, now we can get back to, or now we can finally start talking about Halo Infinite, even though we talked about it yes. before. Halo Infinite came out last week, and yes. Forza Horizon came out earlier this or, the beginning of the month. No, so Halo Halo Infinite dropped this week, and I think uh, as of this recording, it as came of this out recording, this it came out this week, and then. Horizon came out last week near the near Thursday, I think. I think so. Yes. So it, one essentially one's been out for two weeks. One's been out for about a week. A week. About a week. So starting with Halo Infinite, I'm a big Halo fan, so I'm always going to be biased. Fucking great. I do like how the game actually improved because I was in one of the I was in the early test flights for yeah. it, and it was very laggy they were not sticky they were not great reviews from that 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 actually made me nervous yeah it it was weird like the camera would move faster than the model would so it felt laggy it was really Mm. weird to play and then we were only going to get into bots so there were games where i wouldn't die at all and it's just like well this is boring yeah and they did activate the pvp near the end for like an hour or two but at that point i was like oh well i wasn't playing it yeah the second test fight it felt a little bit better it was a lot smoother i was like all right now my it doesn't feel like my model is lagging behind yeah but it still wasn't right there for me i didn't play that test fight i think that was the one that was open for everyone so everyone was able to play it I don't think I played with anyone. Albert tried to play with me, but it just wouldn't connect. Yeah, I had a lot of problems with that one. And then it came out on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, Tuesday. And it felt good. It felt it's great. fucking buttery smooth. I'm I didn't having have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. I, I do play it with a bunch of randos. I don't play with like other people. I played it a little bit with CJ and Valerie. And that 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 experience, just goddamn. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I played it with with the guys as well. I'm gonna be honest. The first 
maybe two matches, I was definitely the fucking problem. Mm-hmm. But once I one, I realized my sensitivity on my yes, mouse. Yes, the was sensitivity too is fucking fucked. too low. So I, I had to adjust it. Mm-hmm. Once I did that, and then I got into the groove of things, I I was you know near the top of the leaderboard most of the time. Yeah. It was pretty fun, pretty fun time. And from like a technical perspective, that game, you're right, it plays like fucking butter. Yeah, the uh, one of the few campaigns it has is some of the guns. They need to rework some of the guns. The weird pistol shock thing, yeah. the disruptor. I feel like two shots should start. It takes six shots to kill people, but if you shoot them with five, they will not die. Yeah. Their shields will not break. Me and Albert were sitting there shooting each other with it, and I could not kill him. He could not kill me unless six land, yeah. which is really dumb <sighs> since that's half of the clip right there. Yeah. My uh, thing with the way that some of the ga- like guns work, it feels intentional, but it feels like it's it's I don't know maybe they're trying to implement like more strategic playing because they have the little plasma pistol in there, which is usually a piece uh-huh. of shit in most games. But um, in this one, it takes like twelve shots to break the shield and then kill somebody with that, which you get like ten in and then it overheats and you have to wait for it to to you know be shootable again and then if you do like where you charge the blast and then you hit them it breaks their shield it doesn't kill them you Mm -hmm. still have to shoot them like four more times Mm -hmm. that feels intentional to me because it feels like what they're trying to get you to do is use the plasma weapons to break the shields and then switch to another one and then kill them really quickly but like nobody does that especially none of our friends i do that i was watching uh, uh jacob and cj run around with them and complain that they died even though they engaged first and it's like, it's meant to break the shield. Yeah. And they never complained about this, but I did see some of these complaints on Reddit. There's a weird amount of people that are upset that headshots don't break the shield faster. But to me, that doesn't make sense because it shouldn't because it's a shield. Yeah. It should well, just I break know, at, at the same rate. I know that um, headshots, you most of the time will get a one-shot kill if there's no shield yep. to the head. And headshots... Do you still get a one-shot kill if you have a sniper rifle? Yeah, but that's just... Yeah, the sniper takes two. The shock rifle is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. That's like the sh- the sniper meets DMR shit. Yeah. And it's fucking... Yeah, that, that gun's fucking badass. Uh, the other... I hate the shotgun. I hate that they... Which you, one? The, the bulldog. Because there's only oh, one yeah. shotgun. Well, I mean, they have that the like, plasma Mahler. pistol-y thingy that like... You... It, it shoots like... It's a small gun. I don't remember what it's called, but it's a small gun, and it shoots like two plasma things out, and then it takes like a second before you can shoot again. I've gotten into close quarters with that, that thingy. Pulse rifle? Maybe I don't know. It's does short it sh- though. Does it shoot and burst? No. It, well, maybe it shoots two rounds. It goes papa, papa. You sure it's and it's like blue balls? Yeah, I think so. I think that's the plasma rifle, but it's not a shotgun. But it's not a rifle though. It's short. I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong or something. Yeah, I don't know. Cause... But that shit, when it hits, will kill somebody fairly quickly. Uh-huh. It's just you see people pick that thing up and then try to get like real close to somebody and then die immediately because they're not tracking the person properly. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of the plasma weapons are projectiles. Yeah. And that's what you're not used to because most all the human weapons are hit scan. Mm-hmm. So when you pick up a plasma weapon and it, people can actually dodge out of it. I hate the commando. I don't know if it's just because I'm on a controller. Probably. I don't have that much because, problem with it. Because like, the, the 
recoil for that is terrible. Like it goes up Mm -hmm. and I feel like when you start shooting, there is like no aim assist or bullet magnetism to it. Yeah. I fucking hate it. But overall, Halo Infinite, the multiplayer, if you're into Halo, if you're into FPS, this is going to be a free-to-play one. I would highly recommend it. Super good. Better than COD for this year. Better than Battlefield this year. For fucking sure. It's not a battle royale, but if you think everything needs a battle royale, you're kind of retarded. That's true. Uh, So I give... I. I tell I will recommend Halo Infinite. It's a but hard I, recommend, but I'm also biased because I played every Halo except for Halo Wars. Now, as somebody who did not like three or four three's other ones, I didn't like four and I didn't like five, and even the multiplayer I wasn't a big fan of. This one fucks. Yeah, I'm hard recommend this one. Yeah, I'm I'm also gonna pay the sixty dollars to play the campaign. Fuck yeah. in a couple of weeks because. I want to know how this ties to five. Exactly. I, I actually beat five and it's just like, there's no way the ending for five should connect to infinite. Yeah. Uh, moving on to game of the year predictions. They gave out the list of what is to come. What are they going to choose? We're yeah. going to pick some of we're, the categories. We got a, we got a small selection of categories. We're not going through the whole thing. Yeah. So, so for Cruz chose the art direction, what he thinks is going to be, the game of the year for art direction. I'm assuming it's going to be Psychonauts 2. Also, for how many ever we get wrong, for if you get one right, I'll take a shot. Yeah, fuck it. Let's make it a drinking game. Yeah. What's the worst thing that both of us can do? No, bring? I feel like it shouldn't be that. I feel like it should, it should penalize us, not penalize the other person. For everyone you get wrong, you take a shot. Because both of us picked some of the same things, so <laughs> if if those, you That's know, true. then then we would both have to take a shot. So I think that work it works better if we hurt ourselves versus each other. I don't know what I don't like though. That's the thing. What do you mean? I don't know what spirit I don't like. You don't have to take a shot of something that's gross. No, that well then what? If I'm going to choose something that I like, then it's is that really a penalty? No. That's just like getting something wrong, getting rewarded, and that's how a bunch of these kids are, and that's why they're all fucked up. You have a point. We'll figure it out later. Well, there's going to be a penalty. I think for you is Jaeger. It's either Jaeger. Oh, you know what? Jack Daniels. I hate Jack Daniels. I will take a shot at Jack Daniels because I will not enjoy it. You know what? I'll take a shot at tequila. I fucking hate tequila. There we go. So Cruz Cruz chose the category for art, art direction. For 2021. Yeah, and I picked Psychonauts. Not because... Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2. Not because I think it's uh, crazy cool. Um, it's a nice update to what they did in Psychonauts years and years and years ago. And visually, there's a lot of really interesting stuff. But I also feel like just it's a very popular game. So in case you're wondering, by the time you hear this, if you don't know the list, this is the list that Cruz is choosing from. The Artful, Artful Escape, Deathloop, Kenna... Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. Yeah. Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, I don't... It's not that different from before. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Deathloop, I feel like nobody really played. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I like the art direction in Deathloop, but I've, nobody really talked about it after it came out. Yeah. And the other two, I... Like, I've... Artful Escape I've heard of. I don't I, know many people who've played I it. I don't... Never heard of it until this list. So I just, I feel like these are generally, is this like an audience vote? I have no clue thing? how they do it. Because if it's an audience vote thing, it's going to be Psychonauts too. It's it's the biggest one out of both, out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like it doesn't deserve credit for what it did. It's very pretty. 
And it visually, they do a lot of wacky shit with it that is really cool to look at. Yes, Jack Black's in it, by the way. Yes, and so I think that's going to be... That's my prediction. And then for my prediction, we're going to just go one and one. Best action game, and the cat, and this is what's in that category. Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop again, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. I don't understand why Far Cry 6 is in there. It just came out yeah. this month as is in November. They always do that, though. Yeah. So the, clearly Ubisoft threw money, and they're like, sure. I feel like they, they, they throw those ones in not because... Uh, they actually want like companies vie for those positions not because they actually want to win those but because their games just came out and it's promotion for them yeah, that's true because they can they can go like oh it's already a contender for game of the year or yeah. it's already a contender for this thing that's true for me chivalry too chivalry, yeah easy without a doubt I feel like it's gonna win if if it doesn't if like you're saying there's an audience vote and then there's like the academy vote if it's not Chivalry 2, then it's going to be back for Blood. But even then, I don't think so. Chivalry 2 got good reviews. Yeah. Most people that play it enjoy it. I still play it yeah, same. by myself, and I enjoy the game I'll a lot. load into those games without Vince, and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the uh, the mode where you just punch each other to death. Yeah. I, was, I did the Halloween event, and that shit was fucking frustrating as shit. Because it's like a random spawn, whatever weapon you get. Cruz's next one is best in music and score and the ones he's choosing has to choose from is The Artful Escape again, Cyberpunk 2077, Deathloop for a third time, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and Neo Replicant version one point, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to cast aspersions here. I'm not going to make, you know, uh, assumptions or anything. A little odd, a little odd Deathloop has gotten three nominations yes. so far. Nobody, Nobody's fucking talking about Deathloop. Right, especially since weird. it's PlayStation 5's exclusive game. Yeah, and who has a PlayStation 5 right now other than scalpers that have 30 of them on their floor? Yeah, I've I've had two. I've had two. Yeah, you bought two, but they were for other people. Yes. But um, for that one, for that music and score, I definitely think it, it's a competition between my pick and, and Nier, but I'm personally going Cyberpunk 2077. I don't understand. I played the game. I cannot recall any of the music. Dude, I, it's such a big part for me. For me, the when I hear cyberpunk and the music, did you ever play that? You played Payday 2, right? Yeah, of course. There's, there's like a techno song where it's just like sirens kind of bleeping. That's all I think when I hear cyberpunk. The main music for cyberpunk is, is like is like punk music. Yeah. And they, they really pulled like... I guess whole campaign around that because I guess it's because I didn't finish the game and I didn't use a car. I uh, ran everywhere to get my athletics yeah, no, up. That's that's and I think that's why it's just like the few times there's been music, it's just been in cutscenes. And yeah. at the time that I played it, the game was such an ass thing that it was just glitched. Yeah, no, because they they had, <clears throat> you're talking about a lot of original music written for this. You're talking about a lot of. Uh, very good sort of environmental music going on a lot of great sound design for it like the fact and also you know they pull in Keanu Reeves to play this character of Johnny Silverhand 
who is a former member of a band, granted he was also a terrorist, but he was a member of a band, and that band's music gets played in some of the biggest moments throughout the game. Yeah. And I've there's been... songs that I've listened to outside of playing the game repeatedly. They're pretty good. I've been waiting for it to get fixed a bit. I'm waiting for the Series X update yeah. before I go back to restart, because there's no way I'm going to continue my save file. Oh, dude, I I've, I've, I've finished it <clears throat> through, like, every route. I went through all three of your your um intros to to just in I'm fucking I love that game. I'm going to go on record. It's going to piss off Adrian. It's a better game than Fallout New Vegas was when it came out. How's it going to piss off Adrian? He doesn't listen to us. Cuz I'm going to tell him uh, uh directly. Uh, I guess we can tell Juan and then Juan can play it for him. Because as much shit as Cyberpunk gets, it came out in a and this is this is saying something. It came out in a better quality, a more complete, a more dynamic, and a better written, less buggy state than Fallout New Vegas was in for the first three years that it was out. But I feel like, and this is not just to defend New Vegas. Yeah. That's Bethesda's fault. Oh, yeah, for 100%, sure. 100% because Obsidian came out with... um. Fuck, what was their game? Outer Worlds. Oh, Outer Worlds. Well, I mean, Outer Worlds, Outer when World. it launched, came out with a shit ton of bugs, too. Yeah, but it's still the story was good from what yeah. I played of it. I didn't finish the game. Okay, uh, this is my last one. The role-playing, best role-playing of 2021. We got Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shemigami Tensei 5, which, which I don't understand. came out. It like, just came out last week of this yeah, recording. Yeah, days ago. Because I have the fucking game mm-hmm. and tells of a rise for me i'm very surprised that cyberpunk is in this category because i don't know spoiler alert these rest of the games are like almost jrpgs but for me if you know me monster and arise i got the game i played the game it's gotten great reviews the uh the only other person who's finished the main story in our friend group is vince and and the, the main story I for mean, Vince Rise, is also super into Monster Hunter. Not anymore. No? No, none of them are. I've I since Monster Hunter for you, I I played it by myself when World came out. I did play with them, but they mostly played Han and Mondo mostly played together. Yeah. Vince just did this story and he did this story for Iceborne and that was it. I mean maybe that's the part that he really enjoys. Uh for the story in Rise is very, very short. Yeah. So he beat it. It probably takes like four hours, six hours. That's it. Yeah. And then the story's done. But I've played it enough where it's just like, it is a great game. Uh, out of the other ones, you now, know, I did. Starlight, Scarlet Nexus is a good contender for uh, best role playing. I have not opened Shemigami Tensei 5 yet, but I have been seeing that it's been doing well. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, well, a lot of people have been waiting for Shimigami Tensei, so I feel that like one, they are some... they're in an arm twist where they, if yeah. they try to say negative shit, they're going to be like, what the fuck did you say, you little bitch? Because mm-hmm. it's like- Especially it's since been... you get some, obviously because it's a, sim, it's, it's a connected property, you get some overlap with the Persona fans mm-hmm. that are all very aggressive about telling them that their game is bad. Yes. So <laughs> I feel like Shimigami Tensei- even if it was bad, no one would have the balls no. to say that it was bad. Now, uh, the as as far as our categories go, I did 
pick an extra one, which yes. was the sim category. Yes, because, for simulation, in case you don't know. Yes, simulation. Uh, sim games are some of my favorites. They're probably what I pick, play the most. Sim and strategy yes, is sim the category. And, and the, the, the following options is Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Human Crime, Humankind, Inscription and my or Microsoft Flight Simulator. I almost said Minecraft yeah. Simulator. What I picked though, it's Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I I genuinely like I would be surprised. Yeah, I'd be if surprised. that one didn't win, uh, it's a great game. Mm-hmm. It's very demanding though. Like my, I, I have a. It's not super fucking old, but it's an older computer, and it can handle it. But God forbid I open Spotify, that shit. <laughs> Uh, it turns into like 30 FPS, which, you know, is playable, but not great. It's not good. <laughs> it's not great. It's, it's a very big game, but goddamn does it do what it does real well. Yeah, the Microsoft Flight Simulator is so big that it got on consoles. Yeah. And it's fucking weird that that's a thing. that pe- It's just weird because it's, it's on a controller, on a mouse and keyboard. It makes sense because... You can you can do so much. Yeah, you can press a button like this. This F button is just only for the windshield wipers. Yeah, actually, you you joke, but there's a lot of like mm-hmm. you can control which lights get turned on. You can control uh, the the specific like level at which those little flaps on the back of the wings wings go, so mm-hmm. that way it does like a, a turn at the proper grade. Yeah, uh, I don't do that. I just go with the simplest controls, and sometimes I crash. Damn, Good you know what sucks? Pilot intentionally crashing into somebody else is like not a thing. No, you phase through other ones. Damn, just like in Forza Horizon. Yeah, there's so many times where I was just like, I'm gonna smash into this tiny little Cessna. It'll be funny. Nope. And then for game of the year for 2021, these are the following games. Well, no, we, we you got to go to most anticipated first. Oh, well, I was going to save that one for last. Oh, okay. I figured game of the year is bigger. Yeah, but anticipated is for next year. You got a point. Yeah, so for game of the year, these these are the contendents. Contestants. Contenders. Contentist. Fuck it. <laughs> McChicken Nuggets. <laughs> we have Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. And obviously we both picked Resident Evil Village. No, fuck no. No, we both decided to go with It Takes Two. Yes. Uh, my reasoning for it, I've actually played the game with my girlfriend. It is great to play with your significant other. Oh, yeah. Or a a best friend, I would even stretch maybe best friend. I feel like it's a little too romantic for a best friend. CJ was like, let's play it together. And then I was like, oh, no, I started playing it with Fernanda. I feel like playing it with you might be a little gay. Yeah. But like, I, was, I, I haven't finished it. Me and Fernanda me, haven't finished it. Me and Brittany have not Fr- finished it either. To be honest, Fran's a little bit retarded at platformers. Brittany so. gets disoriented with platformers. I, that I understand, especially with yeah. that one, yes. But uh, so far, it's been really good. It is a very good game. I I love the parts that I've played with Brittany have have been great. Yeah. Just the parts where we get stuck and it's just like, God damn, I don't know what to do. Those parts are kind of annoying and I can see why that could easily tear a, a relationship apart because it's like, you piece of shit, why can't you jump? There, there are so many parts where I've, I've finished. I've never done that I've, with Brittany. Like, I've never thought of that, but no. I could easily see, like, 
someone's relationship is not the best and you're like, come on, honey, let's play this. Let's mend our relationship back. And then someone being like, you dumbass, you dumb slut. There's and so then many that... parts where like I've made a <laughs> jump and Fernanda just can't get so I, I literally will just start watching TikToks. <laughs> just like, you got it, honey. You're good. Just do it. I, that would hurt my feelings <laughs> if that was Fernanda. I'd be like, you know, fuck your stupid game. I don't I don't worry about that with Brittany. Like sometimes I have to wait on her, but sometimes she also has to wait on me. Yeah, but I mean Fernand or uh Brittany's <clears throat> Is actually somebody who plays games regularly. Maybe not super duper regularly, mm-hmm. but you guys play like we a play couple Destiny. times a week. Yeah. Well, when we have stuff to do in Destiny, yeah. we play that. We should. We would be playing Apex, but her internet's ass because yeah. the part of California she lives in is just. And I mean, also for just in general, the internet here in California has not been great recently. Yeah. Well, There's she lives like of... out in like the wood area. Like today, yeah. I went to go pick up Kevin the dog. Yeah. And a deer straight up just passed me. Like, yep. I was just like, what the fuck, a deer? <laughs> and yeah. Brittany's like, yes, those are around here. And it's just like, what the fuck? Can I get a gun or something? <laughs> well, but it was a doe. So actually, I could not you kill it. Dude, uh, speaking of uh, seeing animals uh, in, in weird places, yesterday when I was, uh, we were finishing up at work, I was locking up. And uh, through the back of where the cafeteria is, I saw little eyes looking at me and it was a dog. And I was like, holy fuck, what do I do? There's a dog in here. And then like I look closer and he's not in there. He's like right up against the fence looking in. But for a moment there, I was like, is this thing going to fucking charge me? (laughs) Holy fuck. (laughs) I'm going to have to punch a dog. This is not what I signed up for. But yeah. Uh, that's our prediction. Yeah. I if it if it takes two doesn't win for whatever reason, I can see the runner up being I don't know. I see the runner up being village for the for the I don't for the so. big vampire lady meme. I don't think so. I feel like it would be Psychonauts too for mm. the fault for the runner up if if it takes two, I feel like Psychonauts too. I feel like I feel like the horny is gonna is gonna surpass Psychonauts. There's that's just people are horny on the internet, bro. Mm-mm. Nah, well, we'll see. We'll see. And then for the most anticipated game for 2022, for me, it it is like a hard. It, yeah, it's either it's hard for way. You. Yeah, Elden Ring. I'm a big Souls fan. I've played them all. I'm excited for that game, but I'm also excited for Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. So to me, it's just like I don't, I have no fucking clue. Let me read you the 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 list of it. I mean, obviously, it includes Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild too. Mm-hmm. It also, it also has God of War, Ragnarok, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West, and Starfield. Yeah. So those are not games to sneeze at. Maybe Starfield, but at the same time, it's not. It's because we don't know what the fuck Starfield is yeah. yet. As far all as we like, know, it's is a space a sci-fi game. Yeah. That's all we know. We don't know if there's space pirates we don't know if there's like space mantises that you could fuck you don't yeah. nothing we don't know nothing as far as my um reasons for picking because with the thing that i chose was elden ring yeah as being the thing i anticipated the most breath of the wild too would be something i would be happier to to have come out if i owned a switch Mm-hmm. I played uh, Breath of the Wild on a borrowed Switch. If I owned one, I'd probably be more excited for it. 
And it's a similar thing with God of War. With God of War Ragnarok, I'd probably be a little bit more excited about it if I had a PlayStation. Yeah, I honestly thought you were going to say that one. Well, the thing is, I don't have a PlayStation. And For I don't sure. see myself getting one anytime soon. I'm probably just going to borrow Jacob's. Just steal, yeah, so, say just steal yeah. it. Just break into his house. Well, no, I, I would just ask for it and he would say, sure. Just go steal Carlos. I should. He should. He doesn't use it. Yeah, I mean, he, I should just do it because it'd be funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, you know, most of them, I won't get excited for them just because I don't have the console. And so my brain goes, I'd have to pick up $100 before I can play the game anyway. So, eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the reason why I didn't pick Breath of the Wild too, despite the fact that I played Breath of the Wild and it was a fucking great game. But Elden Ring is pretty much coming out on everything. Yeah, and it's funny that Elden Ring is the only one that is multiplayer. Yeah. So that's saying something that the most anticipated game is going is multiplayer that's going against single player games. Yeah. That are story driven games. But what I will say too is out of the entire list, Elden Ring is probably the one that we know the most about already. Yeah. Well, we saw a little bit of Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. And, and I mean, I we can saw... assume a lot of things Actually, about the no, gameplay we, Breath we of the Wild. We also saw a lot for Ragnarok as well. What else are they going to really fucking do to change it? it God I of War point. It's, gonna, it's just going to be the same game. And the same with Horizon Zero Dawn. See, I'm not excited for Horizon Zero Dawn. It's called Forbidden West. Or for, Forbidden West because I played Horizon Zero Dawn. And there's a lot of really good ideas intermixed with a whole lot of, well, I guess I got to go from here to here and it's, it's going to well, take yeah, a well, while and well, I guess I got to like kill these animals all over again Cry. just to do this mission. Yes, it's, it's very like, Far it's Cry like. It's a third person Far Cry game that looks way better. Yeah. But, but just like Far Cry, it gets incredibly repetitive. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I mean, I haven't gotten a Far Cry game in a while either. Yeah, so it's neither. just that style of game I'm I'm not a big fan of anymore. Yeah. I think I'm just going to have to cave in and say Elden Ring. I already I got the collector's edition. I pre-ordered it and I was actually surprised that I fucking got it. Normally for the fact that for the fact that I saw the ad on Instagram where it's yeah. like pre-order now and I was like get the fuck out of here cuz I was going to be in Portland. Yeah. And I fucking knew it was going to happen, but I turned off my Twitter notifications because I know that my phone keeps going off. Yeah. And it it annoys Brittany because she's always like, who's texting you? And she's like, it's no one. It's literally <laughs> Twitter. will do that thing where she'll be like, who's texting us? And it's like, it's fucking Duolingo telling me to take my French lesson. For me, it's just Twitter. And I've told her and she's gotten to, she's gotten used to it now because she was watching uh, something on my phone mm-hmm. and she keep uh, last week when, uh, before we took off to go record, yeah. she's like, uh, your phone keeps blinking. Is that cruising? And I was like, no, it's probably Twitter. So she pauses the anime she was watching. And then sure enough, she was uh, she was right. I was right. And she's like, will Cruz's text pop up? And I was like, yes. If if anyone texts me, it will display because I have it. So it's displayed. Yeah. So she's gotten more used to the fact that I have Twitter always on. Mm-hmm. Because most of the stuff that I buy her is from an alert from Twitter to be like, hey, this thing is on sale on yeah. Amazon. Which is a smart thing. Cheap. I started doing the same thing too. Because again, that's how I told you like, hey, that Junji Ito book just came out. Yeah. It's fucking right here at this price. So now she gets it more, but I still wouldn't want it to keep going off while we're on vacation. Especially since it does kind of interrupt like the feeling that you have when you're on vacation. Yeah. So I turned it off and that's when I saw on Instagram of all places, just like get the collector's edition now. And I was like, no. So I fucking, I Google it. Sure enough, it's like you can get it at GameStop. So I call the GameStop. 
in Portland. I was like, hey, do you guys take pre-orders for it? And the guy tells me, no, it doesn't look like we are. And I was like, well, you're a fucking liar because it says on the website. And he's like, oh, then get it off the website. And I was like, all right, fuck you then. And I just hang up <laughs> and then I get on the website. <laughs> but it was still like, I just want to confirm because that way I could have called Juan or yeah. <sighs> I wouldn't call Adrian, but the option is there to call Adrian because yeah. Adrian wouldn't do it. Yeah. Where it's just like, hey, I'm going to send you some money. Just throw down the minimum you can. And then as soon as I get there, I'll pay it off. Yeah. But the guy was giving me shit and I was like, yeah, I the longer I'm spending trying to figure out if I can pre-order it through them at the store, I, I'm just going to do it on the website since GameStop doesn't charge you until it comes out. So I've already told him like, this is my Christmas present to myself. And that's all I'm getting for Christmas for myself is just Elden Ring that comes out in January. Yeah. Because the collector's edition is massive. Yeah, it is. And normally I'm one of those people that's like, don't pre-order shit. But like, it's a from soft game. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had an issue with any of them yeah, at all. I've never had an issue ever. with them. Like, there are, granted, there are some games they've made where I'm like, yeah, I'm not that into it. Like, I'm not that into it. We've talked about it on the podcast. I'm not that into Dark Souls just because, like, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of, like, the, the sort of story and aesthetic of it. Like, eh, I like Bloodborne more. But from a technical perspective, like, usually yeah, fantastic. Yeah, the FromSoft Platinum games are typically the, the two that I will buy their game without a doubt. Yeah. Like, I, the only reason I didn't get Sekiro is because, like, oh, I heard it was a single-player game. I heard that it was hard. I remember Jacob complaining that it was hard, but I was like, ooh, that's 60 bucks, you know. Sekiro, no. Fuck hey, no. I played, it, I played it on Jacob's PlayStation. Yeah, no. Fuck no. If you think Sekiro's hard, you're just a bitch. It's like, just a lot of, like, move out of the way when they yeah, hit. And not then, just that. You just have to time yep. your block right. And that's and it gives you so much leeway to time mm-hmm. the, the parry right. The only part that I had trouble with was the... The true boss of the game, which not a lot of people actually got, was the true boss of the game. Mm-hmm. A lot of people stopped after the first boss with the, the bow guy, yeah. the guy who cuts your hand off. Yeah. They fight him and they're like, all right, I beat the game. That's cool. And she's like, bro, that's, you're, that's not even halfway through the game yet. That is like the 40% mark. No, uh, the only part that legitimately gave me trouble was the two big monkeys. And it was just because I was having a hard time not getting hit by one while I was trying to hit the other one. Yeah. And I, that was just me being stupid. Mm-hmm. So you use the fire. Yeah. Or the, I think it was the fire. But character. I do this thingy where like I, I go, oh, I got some shots in. I can keep using the same strat. It'll just work out. Yeah. But that's that's pretty much it for our predictions. Yeah. Um. So moving on to the animes that we watched to, to this week, which was Arcane. Which is on Netflix. Yeah, it's a League uh, of Legends show. Faraway Paladin, which is on Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll. and the world's finest assassin is reincarnated, reincarnated as, as an, an aristocrat. aristocrat. Is also on Crunchyroll. Bravo! By the way, this is the first time that you've listed off all of the animes with their proper titles. I always do. No, usually you you no. mix shit up, or no. you say a word wrong, or you throw words in that aren't in the title. Hell in there. And, and that, that that fucking assassin one, that one trips me up. So you got all the way through that without fucking up. It's because I'm the best. Of course. <laughs> so starting off with the worst one, in our opinion, which yeah. is the Faraway Faraway Paladin. Paladin. And the reason that we're saying it's the worst one, in my opinion, is... It's very if, mid. It It is uh, the most generic isekai mm-hmm. 
And that's saying something because uh, the world's finest assassin is reincarnate. also an isekai. Yeah, it's also an isekai. Yeah. But we're going to, I'll go back to that one. But this one, the three episodes felt like one big episode. The pacing in this anime is the problem that I have. Is mm-hmm. most of the problem. I mean, it is a very generic one. Nobody really, you know, yeah. these aren't standout characters. Everyone no. kind of just looks like a version of somebody else from a different show. But the pacing of it is terrible. Yeah. The okay. first episode really could have been cut down to like 10 minutes and you would have been fine. Mm-hmm. You'd have come, come out with the same information and the same feeling. Yeah. I honestly can't tell you what this is about other than it's just an isekai story. Yeah. A kid gets reincarnated in a, in a different fantasy world. world. He, he has memories of his past self. Which of course he was just what was he like a like a student or yeah. like a he, he was, was just a kid. Yeah, he keeps his memories. He doesn't tell people that he keeps his memories, so he knows like oh, I've been reincarnated in a different world, just yeah. like in my Japanese animes. Yep. I sh- I already know what I should be focusing on because I've seen other isekais, and yeah. honestly, I can't tell you any from these three episodes. There is nothing that stood out where it's just like okay, that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's very... It's it's very mid-tier, and I know we're not saying much, but honestly... There's not a lot to say. Yeah, check it out. If you think we're bullshitting you, fucking write us an angry comment on Instagram, and I will personally apologize to your feelings, because clearly you are a soft boy. This is... is It's, it's just, not even that it's a bad anime. No. It's that it's it's like got nothing going for it. As of the three episodes, maybe it turns out later where yeah, like maybe some it crazy gets good shit, later. But as a first impression, it did a terrible job, which mm-hmm. is really bad because the first impression is what the makes most you, important thing. Yeah, what makes you stick around. There was no flair. Like you mm-hmm. said, the characters look very bland. There's a mummy girl named Mary. There is like this big demon guy who is named Blood, I believe. And he it is there is just it's just the archetypes. Yeah. Sort of. Because the the mummy girl priest. Yeah. The 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 skeleton bro blood i think that believe is that was his name your standard warrior class yeah. and then the mage i don't even remember the mages it I- feels like somebody played dungeons and dragons poorly and then tried to write an anime about it yeah because the all of them try to teach the kid what they're good at and they're yeah. like they're basically they try to figure out what role he should be in mm-hmm. and the fact i mean not the fact that it's called the faraway paladin does kind of give uh, uh you know give away the not ending but the the, the role he winds up filling. Yeah, which is a mixture of the three. Yeah, which is a paladin. Yes. It's a magic dude uh, with, with, with a sword. Faith. Yeah, we have some faith skills. Yeah. But yeah, I, I did not care for this one. No. Um, I wouldn't really recommend it to anybody. I would, yeah, me neither. It, it's, there are better isekai out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would give this like a like a five, like a five out of ten. Would yeah. not recommend. Actually, I'd probably say four. <laughs> four out of ten. I don't me. know which one you want to do next. I say I... we continue with the next isekai, which is something about an aristocrat. <laughs> the world's finest. There we arist- go. <laughs> the world's finest assassin reincarnates as an, an aristocrat. That one I personally liked it more. Yeah. I the with the title it very reminded me of the other one, the other isekai that came out last season, which I believe something gets reincarnated as a as a as an architect, a builder. Are you talking about uh, how a realist hero rebuilds yes. the, uh, the kingdom? Yes, that yeah. one. Well, one of those titles that gives away the plot? Yes. Yeah. 
it hella gave me vibes of that. But when you sit down and start watching it, it it felt like a different version of the jobless reincarnation. Yeah. Like hardcore. It this one actually threw me off because you know, you you hear the title and you're like, Okay, it's about an assassin dude and, and it's an isekai, sure. Uh these <laughs> What really tripped me out is you're, you're introduced to this scene where they're like selling girls. Yes. At, on auction. Yeah, the, it has it has some very questionable dark themes. Like yeah. it just sprinkled without because yeah, I wouldn't even say sprinkled. So they get thrown right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, it, it's fucking get off putting. Yeah, as you as you were trying to say, it starts with like human trafficking. Yeah, children human trafficking. Yes, they're like 13, 14. The first girl they mention is thirteen. Yeah. Yes. Now some of the girls are are you're told they're older. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's like an older woman that's actually controlling the sale of these girls. Yeah. But the thing that th- like, so you, you get into the, the song immediately, right? Like the, the intro, there's no soft intro. It goes straight into the intro music and it's pretty like poppy rock kind of music and it's pretty upbeat and, and it gives you a vibe. And then immediately you're like, child trafficking and then you're like shit the vibe really changed (laughs) and then these girls pop up and they use magic to conjure firearms out of nowhere and then shoot people they just light the whole fucking room up and it's not even like like they're kind of magic guns but like these things need to be reloaded they're bullets yeah they're they're real these are real guns they're just this is like sailor moon with just yeah. rifles just lighting up a room of child traffickers, which, again, changes the vibe entirely. Yeah. You go from, like, this is poppy and upbeat and rock and this is going to be great, and then child trafficking, and then you're like, oh, this is pretty sad. And then these two girls come in and Sailor Moon some fucking AR-15s into their hands, <laughs> yeah. light up the whole fucking room, and then you're like, holy shit, never mind the vibe's changing. Mm-hmm. And then you get this, like, pull-out shot to it, the main it, character. Yeah, it was showing you a, a sneak preview of yeah. what's to come. And and then immediately, and the, t- and like, the, the okay, tone of the this. show too, because like yeah. as you're saying, it does start off like at first I was like, oh, they're at a pageant or uh, something, but yeah. then it's just like, and we're selling this 13 year old girl. She has no cavities. She has no fucked up shit with her. And you that's sh- the thing that weirded me out about it too, right? Is when they're describing them. I don't obviously I don't know how human trafficking works. I've yeah, never clearly <laughs> been human trafficked, nor have I ever trafficked a human. But they're describing these girls like you're saying like they have no cavities they have no none and so my brain goes like because they come out and they're kind of sent out in like nightgowns Mm-hmm. And so my brain goes, oh god, they're sex trafficking. Yeah. And then they start talking about like teeth and shit. And then and then my brain goes, are they are they being sold for parts? What's going on here? Probably they're probably gonna do the unspeakable. And then like, all right, if you're well, like, now oh, we gotta she's get got rid of good it. kidneys. It's like mm, <laughs> not comfortable. And then yeah. these these girls come in and just shoot everybody. Yeah. So that shows you like a the tone of the show, which yeah. I do like, but it was just like thrown at you and it's just like the, the vibe changes like four times in the first episode yeah because then you get pulled out of that and then it's just some dude sniping and he's like yeah. i only got paid to kill six people and that's all on that's yep. all we're killing and then he's like kind of like a john wick character or, mm-hmm. or john no, not john mcclain but you know he's just like I'm going to retire soon and I'm going to teach other people assassins. And he's like telling this girl about how you shouldn't trust anyone. Yeah. But yet homeboy trusted the organization not to kill him. Yeah. That, I thought that was heck of dumb. And then uh, after that, you know, he, he gets reincarnated. He gets reincarnated. He gets, his task is to kill the hero of this world 
after he kills the demon lord because if he doesn't kill the hero the hero will kill the human world yeah so that's that's his task he has to do it before eight his 18th birthday and like really gives him a few years to do this yeah because the hero is supposed to come on his 16th birthday kills the demon lord so he has two years to kill a du- the single guy. Yeah, and the the goddess even t- the goddess who um, reincarnates him. No, the go- the fucking goddess is the name is fucking dumb. I don't remember what it was. I think it's Amen, goddess Amen. Probably. That sounds stupid enough. Yeah, and she's like, "I will give you five skills of your choice, one of each tier, S through D." I thought it was like two C? S tiers. And no. Then, no, he well. I think she let him choose five, but he grabbed one from each tier. Mm, okay. And, well, clearly he, he chooses for S tier, fast recovery. Yeah. So he can, you know, pump iron more, fuck longer, recover faster, all of that. And also if he gets, yeah, if he gets injured, he, he will heal quicker. His second skill, his A, his A tier skill was exponential growth. So he can run 30 miles, get his stamina up, but then he can run an additional 15 mm-hmm. that day to get his stamina up even higher. Yeah. So it's, it falls in line with his first skill. Yeah. His B tier skill was spell weaving. So he can create his own spells, which I don't understand why that would be into the, the B tier. Yeah, his, that feels like an S tier thing. Yeah, and then I believe his... Uh, C tier was... Didn't somebody have, like, actual magic? They were blasting fire everywhere? Yeah, that was the second girl. That was, like, the okay. girl, but I'm talking about, like, the skills he chooses. I think his third skill that he chose was rapid health. Maybe? I mean, it's... Not all of them have really even come into play as far as we've we've watched, Yeah, though. yeah. He chooses some skills, and the last one, he's like, how is this... They were telling you, like, the... The chances of you rolling with an S tier is like one in like a hundred million. Yeah. And then A tier is like one in a million. A B was like a one in a thousand. And then yeah. C is like some stupid shit like that. But um, yeah, it, if you've seen Jobless Reincarnation, it starts to play similar to that Very where, much, yeah. you know, he's gifted. He knows he has all his memories from being an assassin in the previous world. So he's bringing that, all that over. The only thing is that he's not a pervert like in Jobless Reincarnation because yeah. this guy was an actual person because in Jobless Reincarnation. Not just that, but this guy was a professional. Yeah, because in Jobless Reincarnation, the guy was just. He was, he was, just he was a like, perverted older yeah, dude who gets just, reincarnated as a kid. Uh-huh. And this one, but almost like beat for beat, gifted as a child, fucking gets a girl teacher with blue hair who mm-hmm. is slightly older than him. Mm-hmm. And she's just blown away at how amazing this kid is. And she's like, how are you doing this? You're so young. Almost to the point where they only change some things around. Because in Jobless Reincarnation, the thing that made the kid different from everyone else was he didn't have to make incantations to summon shit. And what made this kid special in the girl's eyes is like, oh, he can learn spells that he doesn't actually know because of the the scriptures that I can write. He can make his own thing because he's the one... That makes guns in this world. Yeah. So almost beat for beat job. Which is a pretty interesting like little plot hook where it's like, I'm really only good with guns. Guess I got to invent them then. Uh-huh. But overall, I like this one a lot. Yeah. It, it, just like we were saying, it does throw dark tones. 
because uh, in episode two, he's like explaining about how his mom is the coolest person and then his dad's super nice, but he has a dark side. And he's yeah. like going into the dungeon and the dad just standing there in this dark lit room. Well, not barely lit room. And he's like, take off your clothes. And as he's, he says that as his, the kid is like, he has a dark side. And it's just like, oh my God, mm-hmm. <laughs> what the fuck's about to go down? Right? But then you just. Turns out he's just examining his son. Mm-hmm. He was not gonna fucking do a do, do the deed. Yeah, he wasn't gonna molest him or beat yeah. the shit out of him. Yeah, which I was fearing as a goddamn. But I mean, the 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 show seems to do that intentionally. Mm-hmm. They throw dark things at you, and then they go, "Nah, that's not what's going on." Yeah, because in the in the third episode, you know, him and the girl hit it off, and of course, they make the promises that all kids apparently do where they're like i'll see you in i'll see you later for yeah. realsies and maybe we'll get married so his dad takes him to the prison he's telling him like this is where we do all our fucked up shit because we're the best assassins in the kingdom and yeah we we do this because we have to and we have to upload uphold the law yeah and then you like are walk they're walking to a room and then you see some boots and you're like oh no because the girl just left, he they, they take off right after, and it's like setting up the expectation that he's going to have to kill or torture the teacher. Yeah. But then it, it pulls a quick one over on you, gives you the old reach around hand jibbers, and it's just a different girl. Yeah. But it hella look, I hella thought at first, I was like, oh shit, he's going to have to kill her. Yeah. And he's going to be like, well, fuck, I got to do it. Got to, got to, got to save the world. But I mean, overall, I, I like this one. Yeah, I like this one a I'd lot give it, too. I'd give it like a solid 7 out of 10. Give it like an 8. I would recommend, if you jo- if you like Jobless Reincarnation, yeah. then this you is, would really this like is, this one. This is one for you. Mm-hmm. It fucks. The last one I liked a lot, and that's Arcane. That mm-hmm. is the League of Legends show that's on Netflix, which is interesting that Netflix is now doing the like week-by-week updates. Yeah. Because this is not the only one that's doing that, Mm-mm. but uh, this is probably the most prominent one one of the most prominent ones on the homepage. Yeah. That's just like, boom, weekly updates. Uh-huh. Uh, as of recording, the final episode just came out. I haven't actually seen it because I, I did continue watching it past the third episode. Not me. But uh, this is a show surrounding the League of Legends characters, V and Jinx, who are sisters. Uh, they're in this, like, it almost kind of seems like a French town. Really? It's It looks a lot like France. Does not give me French vibes. It gives me like. It gives uh, me very United Kingdom industrial, like steampunky vibes. I was getting like, um, like post-revolution France, like Paris kind of vibes from it, where it's like there's a large presence of police everywhere, and and a lot of people who are like, "Fuck these guys, we're gonna do what we want." A cab. <laughs> And like, it just gave me the same vibes as like a as like a post revolution France. Yeah, I was like a thinking... bunch of people got their heads chopped off, and now everybody's angry. You know. Yeah, I was feeling United Kingdom. I mean, I could see that as well too. Mm-hmm. But uh, it surrounds them uh, initially trying to steal a device that which they weren't in, they aren't intentionally trying to steal this device. They just happen to steal it. They uh they they go uh. It's a little group of kids that go and rob the office of like a a semi-prominent like inventor, engineer dude, Mm -hmm. because they also, you know, there are people on their team that also engineer their own 
sort of equipment. I think Jinx helps out a lot making things for this little thief group. And one of the things they wind up stealing is something that that particular engineer was working on to try to make magic out of nothing. Because magic exists in the world and everyone just kind of assumes that it's like a natural force. But he he's found a way to say, no, 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 we can, we can make it. We can harness it any way we want to. And that is something that is incredibly dangerous and the uh, ruling party is not a big fan of. Yeah. And so there's sort of a, an A and B story where like the A story is you are following this group of kids that includes V and Jinx and, and sort of this heist and then and then the immediate things following that. Uh, and then the B story is that inventor who got stolen from, which in, in the process of him being stolen from, the uh, place actually blows up and the, the cops go in to check everything out but they wind up raiding a bunch of his shit and he winds up in front of like the the little magic council for for his crimes against humanity apparently trying to create magic out of nothing is is a very dangerous thing somebody had tried to do it in the past and it did not work out well for them and you start to see uh how one of the sisters starts to become a good guy and then one of the sisters starts to become a bad guy and then you start to see this uh engineer and how he's sort of tempted to to cross over into the realm of minor terrorism Mm-hmm. by someone else uh, to to try to take down some of these this this ruling class. It's one of the things you were saying is you're not a fan of the art <clears> style. <throat> no, the art style is dog shit. I love the art style. I hate the motion comic style and I think the, It's not a motion comic. Dude, the some of the vibes they were giving off were they're It's just, like a fully animated thing. A motion mm-hmm. comic is like slides. Dude, this one felt I hate the art style. It looks like I was telling you before, I hate how MOBAs adopted that kind of style of shit. Whenever a new season, a new event, or a little yep. story clip, they use that style of Trying artwork. to make it look like a comic. It, I fucking hate it so much. Like, it looks... It doesn't even look like they're moving. It looks like someone... You know when you grab a curtain and you shake it? It gives me that kind of vibes. When you grab a curtain and you start shaking it to give it like that wavy look. Like, yeah. they looks like ugh, they're breathing or they're moving and I fucking You're talking about it. motion tweening. That's what you're saying. I fucking hate it. Where you, you take a 2D... I mean, it works with 3D objects as well. But like, you see it a lot in, in Flash animation where um a similar thing where if your character is, is breathing, you have a 2D image. It doesn't go through any actual different drawings to make that motion. Instead, they use motion tweening uh, to like put points on that image and then stretch and compress based mm-hmm. off of where they want that motion to be. That's what you're referring to. Yes. Okay. I uh, hate that. I, I, I mean that and I I don't know. This is just this is me just being hateful. I know this is just me being hateful. I but I honestly feel that the reason it's so popular is so many, so many retards love League of Legends. That's the thing though. I'm not a big fan of League of Legends. And this I, I feel like this is a very well made show. Like I definitely like the Dota one way more. The Dota one is I don't more e- fun. I don't even play League or Dota. The yeah. only MOBA that I occasionally play is Smite. The the Dota one is is a more fun show. This definitely tries to be a more dramatic show. Yeah. It's not quite as fun. But as far as the art style goes, I really like it. I like the combination of 3D and 2D. I, I like think... the fact that, like, you have these 3D characters who are running across rooftops, and every time they kick up dirt, the dirt is this, like, cartoon that comes out of, you know, the ground. And, and there are different visual effects that are just sort of I drawn over just everything. I don't like the main character. I like the two dudes better, Milo, and I forget the nerd-looking guy. I forget his name, too. Yeah, I, I like those two. And Vander, 
I liked him. Yeah. The, the two main characters are the type of characters that I dislike. Vander being the guy he's who... The, he's the adopted dad, the yeah. barkeep yeah. of the, the... Was it the last drop? Victor is a pretty good character, too. <clears throat> yeah, the guy with the fucked up eye. He's cool. The guy who... Um, I think his name is Victor, no? Victor, though. But you, the, the guy who's, like, telling the the engineer dude, like, I can... I can find a way for you to help do this. Yeah. I, 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 I just I, don't I, like the main character. I don't like V and I don't like Jinx or Powder because she's not Jinx yet. You yeah. spoiled that it was, for people. Well, no, because most yeah. of the people who are watching That's this true. are probably people who play League and they're going to look at Fucking the only blue-haired, yeah. pink-eyed girl and go, that's probably Jinx. Uh-huh. The, the thing that I didn't like about it, right, is it's it's just a line that they say that's so stupid. It's one of those things that kind of reminds me of like, the character said the name of the show. But it's not that. It's uh, they kind of hint at why she gets the name Jinx. Uh-huh. And it's because... Uh, I forget his name, but the one kid that looks like Junkrat. Milo. Milo, there we go. So Powder gets away with the shit they stole, and then she winds up throwing it into the river to try to uh, hide it from one of the people, that, one of the gang members that's chasing her. And Milo's thing is he's immediately like, oh yeah, no, the job would have went like went well, except for Powder here always has to jinx every plan that we have. And he refers to her as a jinx like a couple of times and it's like, we fucking get it. We know mm-hmm. what, we get it. That's why she gets called jinx, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. But like, that was that was like legitimately the only thing that, that even mildly annoyed me. Overall, I really liked this one. I hate the characters. I hate the way they look. And I I hate the weird, almost like fish eye look their eyes get. Like their eye, Powder's eyes bothered me because they're yeah, like- Because they bulge out? They're so big. And then they have like that huge spot of white. Oh, where okay. It just reminds me of like fish eyes. Yeah. And that's just weird to me. I think the I think the art style works. I think maybe it's just something you're not a fan of. I, no, I'm but definitely I not a fan of. I do not like this uh, this this cartoon. Yeah, and I think it's just because it's the main the main two characters because Pink Hair Girl of uh, V. Fucking, no, that's not even her name. Like but her that's, actual that's name. That's who yeah. she is, though. That's the thing is, I again, I, don't, I played. I League. don't like those characters. Like I don't. I hate like I'm gonna be broody to be broody yeah. because I learned it from you, Dad. Yeah. And then the, the girl who can't do nothing right, but no one wants to tell her. No one wants Jinx. to be like, hey, yeah, like fucking do shit. Be useful. Yeah. Don't do the little shit you're doing. She, that shit just bothers me. Mm-hmm. And that's what just made the show worse for me. That and just the art style was just really off-putting to me. Mm-hmm. Because again, I mean, any of the other actors, like I like the Inquisitor lady, the one with the raspy yeah. voice. She's cool. Hated that she died. I wish she would have been in more of it. I mean, she she kind of had to die. I I hated that <clears throat> because it's not me just like, oh, I don't like female characters because that girl was cool. Yeah. The other girls are cool. Like the, the, the Asian girl that comes up for like three seconds in the first three episodes yeah. had no problem with her. Just the first two, the main two characters. Well, uh... I think you see a little bit more of the development as it goes on. Obviously, these two characters, the, the two main girls, V and Jinx, they split. They, Powder. they, you know what I mean. They, uh, I think the intent and maybe the thing that you don't like about it uh, is a lot of what they do. Yes, there's a lot of conflict with them, and they're neither of them are particularly good people, uh, nor do they seem to have 
everybody's interest at heart. So they, they can be a little bit harder to like. But I feel like the intent with that is because these two characters are going to be driven apart from each other. Because they have to be because that's how they are in League of Legends. They are not on the same team. That they try to add that sort of like it's a combination of like uh, just a competitiveness and then also just like a sibling kind of conflict where it doesn't even necessarily mean that either one has to be correct they just want to win uh, that makes things kind of awkward and then also makes it hard for the older one to take any of the advice that people around her are telling her because what's his name the junk rat kid milo milo there we go for, for an episode or for people. a show that you like you do not remember the characters Dude, name. i don't remember anybody's names you, you go back on like damn near every episode of this podcast and i'm always like the main character and the the first girl with the big boobs like that's how i always refer to people but um milo you know, he's constantly like, look, she can she can work on this shit outside, but don't bring her on the jobs. She's not good on the jobs. And nobody listens to him because they're like, well, he's just being a hater, even though he is objectively right. Yep. But I think it is just that's the conscious decision the writers made to like we need we need stuff to drive them apart from each other and it needs to be something that feels more organic and so they decide to make these characters act like children because they are and you know th th those aren't necessarily always the most fun characters to, no. to follow but I did really like the character of the engineer yeah the, the like I'm saying like the, the, the B the story two, side of it he was yeah, really good everything that involves not the main character is good uh, the, the two girls like after actually yeah, I think it's episode 4 like, I really started getting into what was going on with them. But uh, for those first three episodes, the B story, I do think, is the more interesting thing. Mm. I was impressed at the fights, though. These kids fuck up other kids, like, bad. Mm. Like, the big the big dude, the big kid just Jeez. fucking <laughs> body, slam. body slams a dude, like, onto the ground where it's like, it, it just reminds me of going to, like, fight porn and then watching somebody <laughs> just get absolutely yeah. shit mixed. So then it sucks that they died. And it's like, God damn it. Yeah. So the two good characters out of this group of four. So that's half of them. But overall, and this is where we're really going to defer. Not only would I recommend it, I'd probably give it like a nine. I would give this like a like a solid seven, and I would only recommend it to people who like League of Legends or like to jump on hype train bandwagons. I would say even if you don't like League of Legends, if you like uh more sort of like fantasy kind of like if you're somebody I would recommend this to somebody who was like I was really into Dishonored because it has a similar tone mm -hmm. to that yeah. game that's what someone in the discord I'm in was like saying that like it looks like Dishonored and I was, it like, does. I was like the theme sure because the art style sure does hell it not it looks like the uh the the not the art style of the game but the art style of the concept art for yeah, Dishonored the theme like if that's, you yeah. you know th that's the aesthetic it's yeah. going for the steampunk and I was like yeah, I was like, yeah that that's what it reminds people but, of yeah, I mean, even even tonally like a lot of the stuff that happens throughout the show it tries to be dramatic in the same way that Dishonored was and if I've Honestly, I feel like Adrian, who's somebody who's really into it, if, if I told him, go fucking watch Arcane, just give it an episode, he would probably wind up liking it. Despite the fact that he is, has never played League once in his life. Like, I played League for a couple months because I had friends that were really into it, and at no point did I ever like the game. I just played it because it was what my friends are doing, and I was lonely. <laughs> but I still like the, the show. It was I, pretty good. I did not like it. And I mean, it was the same thing with Dota. I, I never really got into Dota. The show wound up being pretty good, though. Yeah, but that's the thing. The Dota one was more interesting i there was not one character that i was like i don't like this character and this one 
the two main characters fucking hated. Yeah. And then the Dota one, it it would it looked like a cartoon, yep. which is fine. But at least it like it was doing something. This one to me, it just I, I fucking hate it the way it looks. Yep. I honestly feel like if instead of being on Netflix, if they made everyone like log in once a week to get the next episode on the main page, yeah, I would be like that. That fits in perfectly because yeah. that's what the, the MOBAs go for that weird fucking art style yeah. I liked it a lot but that's pretty much it for the for the reviews yep. so uh, thank you guys for listening if you guys want to check out more about us you can go to our <sighs> website nakamapod.com n-a-k-a-m-a-p-o-d dot c-o-m and you know, if you guys feel like you know supporting us a little bit, you guys can definitely throw a review over on Apple Podcasts that helps us out with our ranking but un- until next time we'll see you guys later bye